0: A day, What a day. Am I right, ladies?
1: Yeah. Happy it's, Monday. It's been a Monday.
0: Happy Monday. Happy Thursday to the people Happy listening. Thursday. Yes.
1: Yeah. I can't tell you how tired I am.
0: Yeah, you look a little sleepy. I am so tired. I feel like it just hit you. So you tired. You came in with all this energy, all this fire. Yeah. It's like
1: if I get up and I stand and I walk, it's like I'm a, I am I like feel it in my bones that I'm alive. Yeah. But down here... No. She's ghosting.
0: It's no bueno. Yeah. Uh, shes a sleepy I, ghost.
1: I feel, I feel D-E-A-D.
0: D-E-A-D. <laughs> I feel D-A-D. D-A-D? You,
1: Dad? Dad? Yeah. Hot. Uh, What's up, Dad?
0: Yeah. Hi, Dad. You guys, something very exciting. We have not one, but two new patrons. What? Are you
1: serious?
0: This I'm dead happen. serious. Abby and Jackie.
1: Abby and you... Jackie? Yep. Oh my god! Turn it up, girl. Dude, I dead. Are you
0: dad serious? I'm dad serious.
1: That's okay. amazing. I put them right below my knees. <gasps>
0: and I can see them my right knees now. Knees caps. They're in the knees little. Knees caps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're in the, the multiple like a
1: half circle. Abby and Jackie. Uh.
0: Gorgeous. Gorgina. Thank you. You guys also exciting news. We're going to have new t shirts. I would say this week. They're Woo. being printed. I think I'm gonna be able to pick them up this week. Meaning by the time this episode airs, they should either be online or be about to be online. Woo. They're Woo. very cute. We're very excited. That's amazing. Oh I'm ready. They are
2: so cute. We're supporting local artists by
1: hiring yes. a local artists. We love And to we keep love it local. and we
0: like it. And we're the golden ghouls. Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Ooh. We have an exciting episode for you guys this week. And it, the topic was suggested by friend and patron, Christopher.
1: Hello. Hi. We, honestly,
0: we love Christopher so much. Truly. Always hitting us with the compliments on Instagram, uh, showing us all the love. Yep. we can never get enough
1: never
0: that's all i have to say just can't that.
1: get enough of you the hot
0: topic
2: is minnesota and its wow. haunts
1: have you been to minnesota you know what i don't think so Me neither.
2: you know what um, i've i've been there once You've been oh yeah at one
1: time <laughs> and uh, my friend wyatt he lives out there too does wyatt talk like you uh no, Aww.
0: it reminds me of Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh my God, people love the Boston accent from I think that was last episode when Kylie was Eamon's father. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but did Amon like it? She's um, like that. you know what? I don't think
0: Eamon has commented yet. All right, please <laughs> let me know, Eamon, We hope you're still out there. <laughs> We're so sorry. <laughs>
1: Or maybe we're not. Maybe he loved it.
2: Maybe, maybe if you loved it, <laughs> we're not sorry. We're not sorry. You're welcome. Honestly, maybe <laughs> it was so accurate that he got confused and he thought I was his dad.
0: Dad, <gasps> like, serious? It... Yes. Well,
1: maybe.
0: Damn. She's a good actor. Damn, Daniel. Damn, damn da- Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Daddy.
1: Daddy.
0: But honestly, after researching the haunts of Minnesota, I'm pretty sure I want to go. It's really haunted. And Christopher, we're going to have to hang out. Absolutely. Am I right?
1: Let's go to Minnesota together.
2: I like the cold. Okay, let's go. So I'm ready. I mean, you know, during the summer, it's nice. We can go to a lake.
0: (laughs) Whatever you want. Whatever y'all's hearts say.
2: I'm going to take it away
0: with, with a spooky spot. All right, y'all. This is the Wabasha Street Caves in St. Paul. Bless you. Yes. Wabasha. Bless you. So these caves, which technically are mines because they're partly man-made, so they like carved them out further, I guess. Mm -hmm. They're carved out of sandstone and they date back to the 1840s. Wow. So, some Ooh. time has passed. Some shit has gone down. Right.
1: But also, like, their caves. Their caves. So, they date even further.
0: Exactly. Back.
1: This is <gasps> the land, my yes, dear. Yes, the
0: land. Mm-hmm.
1: Ugh, oh, living with the land. Living my with favorite it. favorite ride at Disney World. <laughs> Seriously, my all-time favorite ride. 100. I get super excited.
0: We love the Disney. So these caves throughout history have been used for numerous activities, including growing mushrooms, not the special kind I looked, (laughs) Um, storage of food and belongings, music and dancing. Ooh. So this cave area can do it all. So in the 20s, the caves were used as a restaurant and nightclub venue known as the Wabasha Street Speakeasy.
1: Yeah. So you
0: know shit popped off. I would
1: have been there every night.
0: Yes. And among those making it pop off were gangsters. Tight. They liked to hang out there because it was dark. It was seedy. Um, They say that John Dillinger and Ma (gasps) Barker hung out there. (gasps) Whoa. But there's no evidence that these visits occurred. However, I'm going to choose to believe that they're true.
1: I believe the people. Because I just want to. <laughs> if that's what they say, that's what they say. I like it. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Fast forward. October 26, 1933. And this couple, the Laymans, Josie and William, they opened the Castle Royal, which they built into the side of the caves. And it was a, a little a little dance spot. Oh. Yeah. But then it closed in the late 30s because of the start of World War II, and it went back to being a place to grow mushrooms. What? It's all over the place, I'm telling y'all. Then later in the 30s, this professor from the University of Minnesota determined that the caves replicated the conditions of the famous Roquefort Caves in France, so it became a cheese spot. Ooh. Yeah. They, Yeah, they tried to make Saint Paul the blue cheese capital of North America, but that didn't go so well at first. (laughs) But then World War II happened, of course, and such
1: a small amount of time. Yes, imports
0: from France got cut off. So So in 1941, no, no, cheese is still happening. In 41, Saint Paul produced nearly three million pounds of the cheese.
1: Not blue cheese.
0: The cheese. I think Just the cheese.
1: The cheese.
0: The blue cheese? I girl It's hard to say. So this spot it was the landa Lakes cheese cave from 1940 to 1959. And Kraft had a cave there too. What?
1: Do you think that's
0: where Kraft mac and cheese was born? I think Dude. so.
1: I hope so.
0: I don't know. Born so, and raised. Cheese petered off. In the fifties, the caves were closed for a while. In the seventies, Castle Royal Two opened. And it was a disco venue.
1: You know what I keep hearing? Casserole. Me too. I was gonna say that. Every time you say Castle Royal, I'm like, they built Mm -hmm. they made some casserole. I'm sorry. It's just a
2: fun way to say Casserole. Castle Royal.
0: But today, they're offering tours, including those of the ghostly variety, and they have big dance nights. Swing dance is all the rage there.
1: Ooh. It's still, so it's a dance club.
0: Yeah, it pops off. All right. Yes. So I'm going to say that these caves are a fucking good time. Ghost tours, swing dance, what more could you want? Cheese. Haunts of cheese. <laughs> yeah. Stinky haunting cheese. So now for the real haunts. So since the caves reopened for business, many visitors have reported sightings of men who died, quote, doing mob business. So there's this place called the Fireside Room, and it's a side room off of the main cave, and it's said to have been the hub for the mob. Local legend says that there were four gangsters down there one day playing cards when this guy walks in out of nowhere and he tells the band to leave early, and the band is just like, okay, dude, and they go. Oh, all right. Right? So, obviously, this guy's spooky. Big time. Yeah.
1: Big time man.
0: Yeah, he's intimidating. He gets him to leave. So, they leave. The cave empties out of everyone but these four men, this new man who just walked in, and a waitress. So, the waitress is in the kitchen, and she hears a Tommy gun going off.
1: Girl, get out there! Yes. So, she
0: runs out, and she finds three of the men shot dead, and the fourth card player is running off with that mysterious man. He was an accomplice. Oh. hmm So she calls the police, right? They come to check on the caves, and they tell her she's lying. And they try Weird. to accuse her of making a false police report because there are no bodies, there's no blood, there's no evidence. But the waitress, she's insisting that the bullet holes, which are in the fireplace, are enough evidence... I agree with her. Well, she's right. But people think that those three dead gangsters were buried in another cave, either by the murderers or by the police.
1: Journey hops. Cover up. She needs to get mm-hmm. out of town. So she's she got go. to go. That do. waitress has
0: got to go. Yeah.
1: But by St. Paul. hmm Is that where we're at? No, where are we? St. Paul. We are in yeah. St. Paul? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. So there's been... There have been sightings reported of a card playing gangster glaring at visitors, and he'll walk past them and then disappear into a cave wall. Mm Traitor. Oh. The owner has actually frequently encountered men in 20s style attire, as well as strange mists floating through the halls. You know what I think that is? It's the cheese farts. Cheese farts. farts. Yep. Have we been doing this podcast forever? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mm uh the main cave has this stage where they used to do the live music and performances in the 70s and people even back then would say that equipment would fly off the stage with absolutely no explanation which is dangerous as fuck to me <laughs> mm-hmm. There are also sightings of a quote spooky woman in the bar area who some believe to be Madame Nina Clifford, and she's wearing a period style dress. They didn't tell me which period. Wow. But some have also seen a man wearing a Panama hat, which hot, hot, hot. Sexy. Yep. Sexy,
1: sexy. Sex, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm
0: allegedly there's this photo of a young boy who was there attending a wedding because you can rent out the space wish i had known but right. you know
1: we got a good spot <laughs>
0: only can't do anything now so they say that this young man this young boy he met a group of ghosts and in this picture it's said to show the boy he's sitting at a table he's smiling and he's surrounded by all these misty figures they say mm. online, if you take a tour of the caves and you ask the tour guide, they will show you the photo.
1: What well, he was just—he was just chilling, chilling with, with the, the ghouls. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would, thats some tight st- stuff if I've ever heard it. I agree.
0: The true There's wedding all- party.
1: Yes. He had you the know? best of times.
0: <laughs> Another story describes. Um, so, someone was in the men's bathroom, and this ball bounced in there. And there was a young boy who, he had been the one playing with the ball, and he ran in there after it. And he sees a man dressed in, quote, gangster attire, straightening his tie at the mirror. And um, he said that the man turned and smiled and winked at him before disappearing. Ew. This Now, this is the most popular haunt probably because of what they do Hmm. but they are said to be a ghostly bartender who will refill empty wine glasses oh (laughs) i would make a joke about wishing they'd come to my house but you know i can't drink very well so yeah they should stay away yeah that that pops off at the wabasha street caves sounds
1: like a good time honestly yeah
0: i agree i'll I'll dance and hang out with ghosts all night and
1: i love the 20s and do they still still have cheese yeah
2: and I love a gangster. You know.
1: All that matters, yeah, they don't have those Tommy guns, but if they got cheese, I'm in. Mm-hmm.
2: I love cheese. I All right, That's what I'm ladies, saying. picture this. A Panama hat like on a gangster. You take the hat off, you turn it upside down, inside mm-hmm. various types of cheeses.
1: Mm-hmm. What a man.
2: Right? What a right? man. I
1: know.
2: <laughs> a cheese hat man. Yeah.
1: Mighty, mighty man. Hot.
2: Yeah. So uh, I got another haunted spot, uh, if you want to stay in St. Paul, do it. I'm ready. Right. The Fitzgerald Theater, and here's Ooh. here's a little bit of history. Yeah, Emily, this one's up your up your alley. I love a theater. Mm-hmm. So this theater was built in 1910, and it is the oldest surviving theater space in St. Paul. And it was original. Wow! Right? Wow! Wow! It's over 100 years old. Wow! Wow! <laughs> It was originally named the Sam S. Schubert Theater, and it was one of the four memorial theaters uh, developed by entertainment industry leaders, Lee and J.J. Schubert, after the death of their brother Sam, Rip. So in 1933, it became a movie house screening foreign films and was thus christened the World Theater. Mm, Very prestigious, very worldly. Uh, Minnesota Public Radio purchased the theater in 1980 and then restored it in 1986 for the live radio program A Prairie Home Companion with Garrison Kylor.
0: Wow. Did you okay. know?
2: <laughs> That's something I'm going to I'm going to have to look into. The theater was again renamed in 1994 this time for author F Scott Fitzgerald who was a native of St. Paul. I didn't know that. Now I do. I don't think I knew that. Fun, yeah, it's fact. A fun fact F. Scott. So the mm-hmm. theater has, over the years, played a bunch of Broadway musicals. They've held film festivals, concerts, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and First Avenue purchased the theater in 2019. So quite recent. And this blurb was actually from firstavenue.com, FYI. It's that little history blurb. Uh, but anyway, The Saint. Saint. Uh, the Fitzgerald theater it's pretty well known to be haunted like people that want to know they know that this is the place to go you know what I mean like it's no secret it's mm-hmm. no secret there have been various unexplained phenomena that have been reported here and many think that it is caused by a past staged hand stage hand named Ben so we got Benny Boya right Mm -hmm. I could not find out how Ben died, but he did die in the theater in the 1940s. So obviously it was, you know, an accident, probably something a little spooky. And he's been hanging around ever since. His shadow has been seen moving all around the stage area as if he were still working as a stagehand. Uh, People feel cold spots near the entrances, um, especially an old entrance that has since been boarded up for like decades, which is interesting. Mm Hmm, much to think about. Uh, In 1985, (laughs) 1985, the building went through um, renovations, restoration, and workers removed this false ceiling. So the original is actually, you know, much higher. And there was a second balcony what a find, right? And there was a note on the balcony addressed to Ben. I don't know if this is what? right. I know, I know. I don't know what the note said, but again, even more to think about. So since this happened, the Ben, I think so, I think so. So since the uh, the false ceiling was removed, any construction worker or somebody who is working on the building um they almost always encounter like their tools being moved or they see like a male apparition so clearly ben is kind of pissed that they you know took this false ceiling down and he his his home his balcony is it's just open to everyone i would be pissed too Mm. Mm -hmm. staff say that they can hear uh ben throwing or tossing his empty beer bottles (gasps) I know. Oh, Ben. He's a drinker. I know. Um, He's considered pretty harmless, but uh, apparently, and here's where the construction workers come back in. uh, One time, he dropped a massive chunk of plaster on two of the workers. And it's not like it came from... It didn't, like, fall off a ceiling or a new fixture. It was just, like, there's no... It didn't make sense as to how it it fell on these people. But they, they jumped out of the way. They didn't die. Here's where it gets juicy. Thank goodness. Here's where it gets juicy. There was also rumors Juice me of out. a female ghost, Veronica. She was a former mm. actress around the same time that Ben was a stagehand. Veronica's singing has been heard in the auditorium. And we, if we're gonna try to put two and two together, perhaps she was the one who wrote that note addressed to Ben on the balcony.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Mm.
2: Her Ghostly lovers. Uh-huh. And so, through you know, reading about the theater, I found um a an excerpt from somebody who stayed at these uh, Fitzgerald condos, which shares a wall to the theater. And I'm just going to read that for you real quick. I lived at the Fitzgerald condos, which had a shared wall to the theater. I could feel being watched. One night, I woke up to a black shadow standing over me, and I couldn't move. This was one of the scariest experiences of my life. I was afraid of going back to sleep. Also, some of my stuff would go missing and reappear days later, including car keys. I'm hesitant to recommend living here, but if you want to check out the theater, it's probably safe. What a sweet review. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So there we go. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I would like to add that to our places we must visit when we go to Minnesota. Add
0: it, baby. I'd say so. when you when you said that Ben was harmless, I thought you're going to say he was hot.
1: <laughs> He's probably hot too.
0: He probably He's is probably that too, hot. right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, just I mean, have, who's to say? I mean, he sounds
0: strong if he's, like, chunking plaster at people. Yeah. And throwing beers. Yeah. I don't know. Hot. He's considered hot. pretty
2: hot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
2: okay. Ben, you bad.
0: Turn it up, Ben. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Spicy. Well, listen, I got another location for you. Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In Minnesota. And guess what? We're staying in St. Paul.
0: Damn, St. Paul pops Saint off.
1: St. Paul. Polyethon. Yeah. So, there she goes. I love that. <laughs> this is um, a Victorian manor Ooh. in St. Paul. That's
0: haunted. That's up your alley for sure. Yep.
1: Right. So, I'm going to probably butcher this name, but Fourpaw? Fourpaw?
0: That's what it looked like to me. Right. I think good.
1: his name was Fourpaw.
0: Someone yeah. correct us. So, they
1: call this the Fourpaw's Victorian man. I hope I'm getting that right, because if I'm going to say this wrong the whole time, that's embarrassing. It seems right to me. Okay anyways it it uh, was this beautiful Victorian home to uh, this family for Pa's family after that it became a French restaurant in town which was quite popular Ooh. and uh, a hot spot for ghosts mm. so let me tell you about it. It's a beautiful place. It's a three-story mansion, y'all, Ooh. with a basement, small covered porches, got lovely bay windows that overlook a park, <gasps> and it's beautifully landscaped with um, with like gardens and stuff. Oh, this sounds lovely. Yeah. It is lovely. Yeah. The um, entrepreneur Joseph For Forba Forpa, <laughs> jeez, he made his fortune in dry goods, y'all. And he uh, bought this five-lot land in the center of town, and he built this house, this Victorian mansion. And he had his his wife, Mary, and their two daughters, and he just filled the house with the finest quality goods in Mm. town, Mm y'all. He was a hot, hot ticket man. Hell yeah. So um, along with him and his family, he hired a bunch of servants. He got to. You have to, you know, when you got that big of a property, you know, you're a working man you know, I, I guess you got a lot
0: of kids.
1: Sometimes I think I need help around the house and I I've mean, got yeah. a two bedroom, one bath. You're right. You I know? have a studio and I need help. I need help. I'm like, I can't be the only one here. I'm busy. Right. I need I need a little help. So we get it, Joseph. But what we don't get, Joseph. Is when you start having an affair. Oh with no. With one of the women. Yeah. Shut the front door. Listen, there was a maid named Molly. Nope. Oh, it would be Molly. Right. So uh, Molly was found in bed with Mr. Joseph. Stop. By Mary, oh, the wife. Oh shit! She caught him, y'all. That's she caught like, him red caught, caught in the act. And can you imagine that? Can you imagine? No that?
0: suspicion there. It was right. facts and figures, yeah. baby. I don't
1: need to pull out your phone.
0: Oh. i see you,
1: Joseph. <laughs> it's true.
0: <laughs> she didn't have to hack your email. No. Look at your Facebook messages. Uh uh-uh, uh, no, baby.
1: Yeah, Mm -mm. no receipts here. No, I see you. Red fucking handed, right? (laughs) Red bootied. (laughs) So Joseph was like, white flag, red bootied. He he raised it and was like, "You're right, caught, caught. I'll stop. I'll stop the affair." Mm -hmm. That's what they all say. So there's two different stories here. I got one from hauntedhouses.com. Another from a great website. But I feel like I'm going to have hauntedrooms.com. Haunted rooms. Haunted houses, haunted rooms. Same. So you know, I feel like we're going to go with the houses. hmm Because inside are the rooms. Yeah. You know? Makes the most sense to mm-hmm. me. So, haunted houses claims that after Joseph said he's going to call it off, he's done, he's not going to see Molly anymore, Molly was devastated, yo, and on top of that, she was pregnant. No. <gasps> yes! Yes. They're always
2: pregnant.
1: Yes, yes. It's yes. like they didn't have access so, to
2: birth control back then, or something.
1: I know. I guess not. Anyways, she uh, she decided on the third floor she was gonna hang herself off the chandelier. Oh, Molly, girl, yep. no, it's not worth it. Yeah, that dick ain't worth no, it, girl. No. It's not. It never is. Mm-mm. You know? It never was. It never will be. You know who she needed? No.
2: Lizzo. Who? She needed Lizzo. Herself.
1: Oh. Yeah. She also needed herself. Yes, you know? she did. Come on, girl. Too good for that. So, anyway, anyways, oh. our Civil War veteran Joseph here. Then decided he would move away away and reestablish ties with his wife. Mm -hmm. Um, They ended up coming back to the States and building another palace-like mansion on another side of town Mm. that had just as much of a, you know, vibrant, you know, facade as the other. I want that kind of money. Right. But Joseph ended up sinking into, like, a really deep depression, Haunted House's claims. And he was really distraught about all this stuff that went down. As he past. should
0: be, because he was doing he the was wrong a bad thing.
1: Man, but listen—he ended up just trekking out to the gardens of his old home and killing himself. Oh my god! Rip. He shot. He shot himself. Damn. Right? So the place is haunted. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to tell you what the other other story. Oh, I, other want story goes. I want to hear both. I want to hear both. Haunted room says that once Joseph was caught in bed by Mary, Mary left his ass, mm-hmm. which I think Good she did do because there's claims she was in Europe. Okay, you know, and that's why he moved over there to like go be with his wife and like reestablish some things. They mm-hmm. say, but okay. I don't know because they also say when Mary left that's when joseph shot himself Hmm. and when joseph shot himself molly found out she was pregnant and and then then hung herself okay hanged yep so every single time they're similar but different
0: right okay
1: they both end up with molly and joseph and joseph deceased okay Yep. all right so now they haunt the place let me tell you about their hauntings yes damn oh i'm ready so, that's a juicy tale, by the way. Right? Scandalous mm-hmm. scandal. Scandal in St. Paul. But we love a little, it. A lot of scandal in St. Paul, I guess we hear. So, Joseph is all around the house, y'all. His entity in solid form has been seen by customers and staff as he walks through the dining room dressed in his 1890s attire. And looking very pleased with an attitude that he owns the place. Oh, excuse us. (laughs) Excuse me, Joseph. Excuse me. Were you screwing the the maid? Get out of here, bitch. That's what I have to say. (laughs) He's also seen in the basement. And the lights are known to turn on and off by themselves. Mm. And there's this feeling of, like, very cold chills And they always hear strange noises down there. Wow. So you tell me what that's about. Now, Molly's all over the place, too, y'all. Okay. She can't leave her man. Well, no. She was distraught. Right. She has been seen and heard near the area where she killed herself on the third floor. During a wedding reception, all the waitresses were dressed in 19th century dresses and a woman dressed in a 19th century dress, unlike the other employees, was seen gliding down the hall by the staff before God. she melted into the wall. Oh. Wow. But it's like, good call. hmm You know? Like, make people dress up and then bring them in. Yeah. Because that's what our boy Zach Baggins does. Yep. We've seen him on the Ghost Adventures dressed up as Civil War characters. We've and say, seen him. Are you mad at me now? You know? You guys,
0: I really want to go to the Haunted Museum. Yeah. Totally. I'm just throwing that up I'm down.
1: Anyway. Yeah. So so Molly, so she, uh, employees, when they open the restaurant, they hear distinct tromping on the third floor. Hmm. Police were actually called to the home, and they brought canine dogs to investigate. The dog refused to go at first, up to that third floor Mm -hmm. but then finally did and the tromping stopped you know dogs be knowing yeah they're like nah dogs
0: stay knowing but then
1: you did you know then you got it out of there Mm -hmm. so you did your duties strength nice (laughs) molly is a sociable ghost she likes to sometimes attend weddings obviously and the restaurant uh has a wedding picture which has captured her image in it where she's Damn. in one of these weddings these ghosts
0: be showing up in wedding know, photos crazy, so
1: yeah and the bait oh yeah did the basement's haunted we know that but listen unfortunately this place is closed no <laughs> yeah they closed it for good
2: <clears throat> what can it's we lock do? down
1: hopefully somebody like great buys it and maybe restores it uh. and like creates it into the home it was fingers crossed and like we could go and be and be there maybe we should restore it I think we should that's like our future I wonder if it's affordable let us know (laughs) is it even on the market I don't know all I know is that the website says unfortunately we're gone (laughs) you know not in those exact words but it was something like that
0: wow I'm going to take us out of St. Paul. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take us to, I could be butchering a name now, Sock Center.
1: (laughs) Sock Center. Center
2: Center. for your socks. S-A-U-K.
1: S-A-U-K. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And this is the Palmer House Hotel. So we're in Sock Center. And the old Sock Center House, which was the town's first hotel, burned down to the ground on June 26, 1900. 1901 rolls around, and this guy, Ralph L. Palmer, and his wife, Christina J. Palmer, built the Palmer House Hotel. It was super modern for its day. It was the first building in Sock Center with electricity. So. so, you know, lavish, live it up, appreciate it. Uh-huh. Mm hmm. So it became the cornerstone of this sock center's downtown area and it served as a gathering place for the now content locals because they were like, we got a hot spot. We got people coming into town making money. You know? Love it up. Uh-huh. We're feeling good. Nobel Prize winner Sinclair Lewis actually stayed there and he referred to the hotel as the mini Mashy House in his nineteen twenty novel Main Street. For anyone <laughs> who has ever read it. Okay. Yes. It's
1: in a novel. Yes.
0: A little 1920 novel. So testimonials from guests and employees claim all the hauntings. They mention hearing the sound of children playing in the hallway even though no children were staying in the hotel at the time. Don't like that. Don't like it. (laughs) Furniture being moved around in the rooms above them even when the room was on the top floor so it sounded like furniture was being moved from the roof on the roof don't know who put me on the roof <laughs> i'm on the roof unexplained temperature changes things going missing only to be returned or never even seen again sightings of full-bodied apparitions and this one i think y'all are gonna love or you won't a ghost cat oh <gasps> guests have awoken to the sound of meowing or they'll feel a small animal jump onto the bed and everyone describes it the same way it feels like a cat jumping onto the bed but there are no animals in their room or at the hotel a rat (laughs) (laughs) emily does think it's a
1: rat it's been it's been on my bed before it's been proven facts are facts it's been proven watch out for those night rats Mm -hmm. that rhymed
0: (laughs) night rats so, owner Kelly Freeze, she says that she didn't even believe in ghosts until she bought the hotel, and she's had several encounters. You know, I gotta say, I love it when people who don't believe get haunted, and I'm, like, waiting for Steve's day to get haunted because it needs to come to him fast.
1: Right. hmm but, but don't get taken by any negative spirits no, or energy. No, but just a little
0: haunted. Okay. So you can believe.
1: Yeah. So
0: freeze said that this stranger came to her and told her about a dream that directed her to this spot in the basement and she said that um in the dream she dug up what looked like rib bones so freeze goes down there and she digs up fucking rib bones like human ribs it's thought so she puts them in a box and when she comes back to get them what do y'all think happened the
1: dog took them. That should disappear. Oh my god! It was the dogs. Mm-hmm. It was the rats. It was the night rats. <laughs>
0: night rats eating ribs. <laughs> so then there was this apparition of a woman. She was wearing a red turban and this flowing scarf, and she walked out of the bar into the lobby on New Year's Day one year. And Freeze said that she was talking to hotel guests who also saw the woman. And because of this, like, red turban and this flowing scarf, she caught their attention, right?
1: They were like, nobody wears a turban in 2019 in Minnesota.
0: Yeah. Don't do that. So they all see this woman. But when Freeze turned to ask the woman how she could help, the woman, as you could guess had vanished into thin air oh my god all yep the guests and the owner saw it all happen so freeze says there doesn't seem to be any sort of pattern to the manifestations she's recorded experiences in her journal from time to time but she says that the only thing similar about these apparitions is that they all lack any sort of expression on their face
1: Hmm. that's creepy so maybe
0: it's not a happy place
1: for them yeah like that is weird I don't know. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe because you don't think you're being seen. But yeah. if I thought I wasn't being seen, my faces would be like... Blah, 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 <laughs> you know? Yeah. All over the place.
0: you feel tricky.
1: I would feel just like I would be catching everything, and you know, like, I'm, I'm facial expression. Yeah. Galore.
0: Well, they ain't having it there. Strange. So, Freeze says that there is a possibility that it has to do with the fire that destroyed the previous hotel, um, but there were no reported deaths, so that may be a dead-end theory. Hmm. Although it could, I don't know if the last, maybe this is a theory, maybe the last hotel was a little bit taller, and that's why they're hearing furniture above them. Ooh. Maybe like uh, a residual haunting uh, yeah. of some sort. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's just my theory, but it this spot has been host to a slew of paranormal teams, including our friends at Ghost Adventures. Whoa! So yes, we love Ghost it. Adventures actually caught several EVPs and a door closing on its own—classic ghost stuff. And uh, the owner admitted to them that she had seen a demonic dog-like figure with red glowing eyes. No. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Why does
2: this keep coming up?
0: i don't know the dogs the dogs the fucking dogs so y'all tell me are you gonna stay at the palmer house hotel yes. in sock center yep let me know yep. i will yes emily will you try Trent- <laughs> yeah you you can you can catch me there trying to meet that ghost kitty <laughs> any
1: given sunday
2: true i hope he's cute yeah So I've got another uh, spooky place located in Stillwater. Stillwater.
1: Have you heard of Stillwater? Stillwater. Only Stillwater, Oklahoma. Yes. (laughs) Would you like sparkling or (laughs) Stillwater?
2: (laughs) Tap. So, where are we at? We are at the Warden's House. And it is a historic house museum currently in Stillwater, Minnesota. So... A little a little backstory a little history for you from 1853 to 1914 it was the official residence for the wardens of the minnesota territorial prison so basically the watchdogs you know the overlords of the prison uh if there was mm-hmm. if let's say a father this was his job he would move into the house with his family or if there was a bunch of single dudes they would just live in the house so, the Minnesota Territorial Prison then became the Minnesota State Prison once Minnesota became its own state in 1858, which wasn't that long ago, if you think about it.
1: Mm-mm.
2: Very strange, Mm-mm. very strange. It was turned into a museum in 1941, and there's period furniture and exhibits on the Civil War and lumber and prison industries. I didn't know that that was, well, yeah, I suppose that's an industry, but I've never said prison industries before today (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there are fun flashlight tours uh, available at the warden house Uh, if you are planning on going I suggest researching and calling ahead because they haven't done any recently Um, but tour guides will take you down to the servants staircase and into the basement Uh, those areas they're not usually open to the public so it's it's a pretty big deal (laughs) So there have been lucky number 13 different people or families who have lived in the warden's house over the course of its use. Uh, However, the longest and the last resident of the house was the daughter of a warden named Henry Wolfer. I like that last name, Wolfer. Yeah. Her name was Gertrude or Trudy. Fun fact, Gertrude is my go-to name when naming things. So there's a bunny at the state house named Gertrude, and she's a lot of fun. (laughs) Ty, <laughs> sick legend I don't have a standard no. name I think mine used no. to be Penelope now it's Gertrude it's always like a real
1: old name I don't know okay uh, yeah think about it brainstorm I think maybe Frank is mine mm. that's a good one cause I used to call a lot of people Frank it's a classic and they'd be like my name's not Frank. <laughs> my name is <laughs> Melissa <laughs>
2: So back to Gertie, Trudy. So Gertrude, she briefly moved out of the house to Blue Earth, Minnesota, uh, where she had her son. So I'm not sure if she moved there to have her son or if she moved because she met a man and she got knocked up and then she had the son. But either way, she gave birth and then she sadly died from appendicitis shortly after. And I think it may have been related to the pregnancy, which is very sad. Mm. So kind grandpa, Warden Henry Wolfer, took his grandchild in and raised him in the Warden's house until moving out in 1914. So apparently since then, so for the past 100 years or so, visitors to the Warden's house have experienced paranormal activity. It seems that Gertrude may have gone with her son to her father's house, but she did not leave when he did reports of a lady wandering Mm. the rooms of the house uh, and she's said to be in search of her infant son. She is crying, uh, wailing. Sometimes she is seen looking out of the windows and other times Mm. uh, a cradle that has remained upstairs in the bedroom, it rocks on its own when there are no windows open, no drafts.
1: Uh, Take it out.
2: (laughs) No, thank you.
1: There's no point for that. No. But what
2: if, you don't know, maybe she's rocking a baby in there. Rock-a-bye baby.
1: Well, uh, a real baby needs it. All right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Gertrude? Honestly. You had your time.
2: This cradle probably isn't safe, and it's probably full of lead. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. (gasps) (laughs) Some people also say that they can hear sounds of shoveling coal coming from the basement. So if you remember, there were servants down there. Um, Others say that the family phone will ring by itself so I guess during the time when there was a phone it just it will ring Um, but there's no other story uh, as spooky as the warden's house so you have to wonder who's calling who are you or as Emily says hello 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 Hello? (laughs)
1: Hello. that's just the best response for everything
0: hello hello
1: wow wow i'm going to
0: avoid that freaky cradle at all costs
1: yeah i don't need to be that near that
0: no fucking pass
1: okay okay well uh i gotta i'll do a little shorty for you i love a shorty i knew you would the first avenue (gasps) nightclub this place is haunted it's in downtown minneapolis minnesota damn damn (laughs) there's a two music venues housed in the same landmark building so it pops off there people love it a lot of famous famous peeps were in there y'all let me tell you but back in it was built in 1937 okay it used to be a greyhound bus station and it was top-notch travel transportation Center. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like, known for its Art Deco style and amenities of, like, the place had air conditioning. Whoa. Hello. My fucking favorite amenity. It had shower rooms, public telephones. The interior was exquisite. (laughs) The exterior, shiny blue bricks with white trim. Damn. Like, the place was great. But, um... The transformation began began in the sixties and it eventually turned into this nightclub that it is today. Gorge. But um besides all the famous people that it's been, you know, known to house, it also has some ghosts. Mm. Yeah, listen, so there's been uh some reports about this like woman's bathroom. And apparently back in the thirties, when the Greyhound bus station was there, <sighs> There was a very sad, sad woman in one of the like the last stalls. I think. I think it's the fifth stall or something. Maybe I'm making that up. But she was in a stall and she decided to kill herself. Oh, Uh. she hung herself. Hanged. What the hell? You see, I keep getting that wrong every single time. It's gonna drive me crazy for the rest of my life. In this day and age, both forms are accepted. I know, but like that's not how I learned it, girl. Yeah, correct. And I'm thinking, my my professors are gonna look at this. No, they would. Never, <laughs> yeah, they would they're never, all listening. They would never listen to me. Anyways, so she um hanged herself in the bathroom, and people when they go back there to this day have seen an apparition of a woman hanging herself in the stall. oh no, that's yes, disturbing. how crazy is that? That's quite disturbing. Uh, totally. But she's also been reported to like go onto the dance floor,
2: Bust and dance without <laughs> legs. <It's> honestly, <laughs> same.
1: <laughs> dance without legs. Oh my gosh. And then there's also just like ghostly apparitions of like possibly homeless people who have allegedly passed away at the venue. Mm. You know? But that woman is for sure there, yo. I can't imagine seeing a a hanging ghost. That is, like, the most disturbing thing. That's traumatizing. Right. There was one description of, like, her bloated form.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Like, excuse me, no. (laughs) No, thank you. No.
0: No fucking thank
1: you. I'm going to take a hard pass. Damn. On the bathroom at 5th, I mean, 1st Street. First Ave. First Avenue. What the hell? I'm so tired. Christopher, Minnesota
2: fucking <laughs> pops it does. off. There are many other places Damn. too that we didn't even get to.
0: So many. If you guys have had a spooky experience in Minnesota, freaking let us know at the Golden ghouls podcast at gmail.com We want
1: to know all your stories. Yes. yes. Uh,
0: yes. First,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're sleeping. Dom, okay. I've
1: never been so tired.
0: Uh, you know what? Until next time. Stay spooky. What? Stay spooky.
1: Uh. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to bed.